0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to achieve your greatest potential with purpose in your career and life. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I'm talking with you about how you can take the courage to direct your own life. This topic is just a little bit overdue on this podcast because... This has been a huge part of my journey the last few years and is the only reason that I am here talking to you now on this podcast and doing the mindset coaching that I'm doing now. I've had to take the courage to direct my own life and change it from what it was. And this is a topic that I have conversations regularly with, with clients, even in the last round of Power Your Potential. There were two clients who... We're going through this challenge. They were seeking a career change and needing to take the courage to direct their own life, especially because the pathway that they want to go down is different from the pathway that they are currently on. That is when it takes the most courage. And it, it worked out awesome because that's exactly what Power Your Potential is designed to do. Power Your Potential is designed to be a pivotal experience, to ignite your potential, to give you the courage, give you the confidence, give you the resources to step up in your career and life and create a new path for yourself. So I want to start off this podcast by sharing my story because I'm sure that you may be familiar at a very high level of how I went through my career change, but I want to share with you the bits and pieces that I struggled with and how I overcame them so that you can learn from my experience and you can also take the courage to direct your own life. So as many of you know, I changed careers from doing physiotherapy to now doing performance and mindset coaching. And when I say performance, by the way, what I mean is life performance, so career personal mastery, professional mastery, that's what I mean by performance, not running or strength performance anymore. Now that change took me four whole years. From the start, when I first learned about mindset and I wanted to incorporate it more into my work, to when I fully went all in and owned this mindset coaching that I do, that took four years, four whole years of going back and forth in my head thinking, should I, shouldn't I holding back what I really wanted to talk about and what I really wanted to share with the world Four whole years of dabbling and putting bits and pieces out there just to see what the reception would be. And if it wasn't a 100% positive reception, I'd climb back into my hole and, and start that cycle all over again was four years of a lot of mental and emotional suffering you know like I was torn for four years I wanted to do something that but I was holding back on it and I was um, being conservative relative to who I truly was and that's why after being through that I am so big on 100% committing to something because it would have been so much easier if I had just ripped off the band-aid at the start <laughs> instead of slowly peeling off that band-aid over those four years only to get to the end and still needing to rip off the band-aid anyway. It's not like it was any easier after four years of going back and forth. I actually did do a podcast, I have done a podcast on Going 100% in when it comes to commitments, and why that is so much easier than only being 98% committed. I'll put that in the podcast description. But how it looked was at the very start, when I first graduated as a physio, I started to become interested in mindset coaching. The reason why I started to become interested was because at that time, I was already running my personal training and running coaching business. And at that time, I started working with a business mentor who I still work with today. I'm actually flying out to Queensland next week and doing a seven-day intensive retreat with him. So I'm, I'm feeling nervous about that, but in a good way. I know when I'm feeling nervous, it means that a lot of change, a lot of the growth is going to happen. So I'm going to be uncomfortable. So that's fine. It's all good. <laughs> I started working with my business mentor back then, and he has a really big focus on doing the inner work, working on your mindset. Like this is really generally speaking because whatever it is that you're trying to change in your life, whether it's your business, your health, your relationships, like all of that is simply an extension or a mirror of your inner world, of your mindset. So my business mentor started to teach me more about mindset and I became addicted to this awareness. I became obsessed with it because I was starting to see so much about myself and so much about the world that I hadn't previously seen. And I was like, how does everyone not know about this? And I wanted to just shout it from the mountaintops and just tell everyone about it. But I felt really reserved because in my head, doing this mindset, motivational uh, coaching or mindset talk didn't really have a place in the world of physio. Growing up in the environments that I did where everyone or many people are very academic, very scientific based, very pra- pragmatic and professional, talking about mindset and talking about you know life coaching to me I've had a huge fear of judgment. like I had images of certain colleagues, specific friends and families in my life who would judge me, who would think that I'm being woo-woo and think that I'm being a little bit lame and think that I'm such a tryhard for doing this type of work. And I actually remember I went to a conference once where one of the speakers on stage made a joke about 25-year-olds who knew nothing about the world but would try and talk about motivational thinking or do life coaching. And I was like, trigger it, because I was a 25-year-old who wanted to do mindset coaching and life coaching from the lens of what I knew and the experiences that I had. <laughs> so, you know, all these little bits of of evidence in my reality, I took on and then I retreated back into my hole and I held back. Like, I was really reserved and I didn't share and show with the world what I truly felt and what I truly wanted to talk about. I actually remember, like, over the years when I was starting to do more and more mindset coaching and I'd start to talk more about it, I remember at one point in my community of writing and strength clients. The first time I ran a group coaching call that was specifically for mindset. I actually remember this really clearly because it was a big fear of mine. I had been like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run a group coaching call, not on, you know, running uh, training zones, not on injuries, not on stretching, but I'm going to do it on mindset. And I remember there was one client who messaged me. And she was really nice about it. Like all she said was, hey, Trang, thanks. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm putting on a higher voice, but I'm just trying to make it distinguished from from my, narr- my narrating. <laughs> hey, Trang, um, thanks for running this call. It's really nice of you to do that. Good on you, but not my thing. So I won't be there. And I was like, oh, that actually crushed me that shattered me I remember my stomach just sunk and she didn't even say anything other than that but in my head I was like okay it's not her thing oh my gosh she must think that I'm being so try hard and and so woo-woo with this stuff she must think that I'm not a professional and I'm like just one of those Instagram influencers and then to make it even worse not long after that when I started to show more of my mindset um interests she stopped coaching with me and I was like, oh my God, this, this is not a good sign. I shouldn't go down this path. And then I remember as well thinking, if I actually went all in and only did mindset coaching, then I'd be wasting all of the years, all the time and energy that I put into my physio degree, all the money that I put into the to getting the masters and and everything that I'd put into developing this career path and this part of my identity, I felt like I'd be throwing it down the drain. And once again, especially because I was in a particular world where almost everyone around me is a professional and very qualified. And the more of a qualified, you know, high paying, respected job that you were in, the more worthy you are. That was the narrative in my entire life growing up. <laughs> I mean, as an Asian, that's that's what it is. I'm sure if you're an Asian listening to this, then you would understand. But even if you're not Asian, right? Like a lot of people in very academic worlds will understand this. But here's the thing. I was letting other people... Direct my story. Everything that I just mentioned was me letting other people create my life for me. I was living based off what other people expect I should do rather than what I wanted to do. And as a result of that, I actually became quite disempowered, quite passive in my life. I'm not going to see all of the different opportunities in my life and everything that I can be anymore. I've just got this narrow tunnel of what I know I can do, what I am now, what I should do based on what other people say, and I'm going to follow that. And this, I'm sure if you're in a position where you want to take courage to direct your own life on your terms, this is probably what you're experiencing. Because naturally, we all find ourselves in environmental bubbles. Like, no matter who you are, everyone is going to find themselves in an environmental bubble. So what I mean by that is, for example, if someone grows up in a religious family, and every Sunday they go to church, and all their family, friends, and the school that they go to, all their friends and teachers are religious as well, then everyone that they know in their entire life, in their entire reality, goes to church every Sunday. So they're going to start to think that going to church every Sunday is a given. It's the way things are. Rather than realizing it's not the way things are, it's just one way that things can be. Or at a larger scale, think about growing up in a certain country versus growing up in another country. If someone grows grows up in Australia, then it's pretty standard to do things like eat with a fork and knife. (laughs) It's pretty standard to go to the footy on the weekends. It's pretty standard to uh, not burp and belch at the table because that's rude. (laughs) But if you go to other countries, then it is actually rude not to burp or belch at the table because burping at the table means that you're enjoying your food and that in certain countries like India or Sri Lanka or Ethiopia you eat with your hands that's that's the way things are and in certain countries there's no footy at all but what happens is when you grow up in a certain environment then you start to believe that that is the only way things are that that is a fact you got to do things this way that's respectable and then another way isn't respectable but it's not a fact it's just one perspective it's just one way of doing things so for me I was in a world that was very biased I was in an environmental bubble of highly academic people and I was blind to the enormous number of highly respected impactful thought leaders in the mindset space so I was blind to that and then I was like oh you know (laughs) I'm going to lose so much respect people are going to judge me people are going to think that I'm being really woo-woo if I do this when really there's a whole world out there that I was just you know blind to where it is the pathway to go down and it is respectable and uh, it's going to lead to so much impact and it's such a rewarding uh, pathway I just didn't see that So if you're in this position where you want to step up in your life or you want to create a new path for yourself, or you want to direct your own life under your terms, but you feel locked in and you feel stuck on your current path, then just remember that whatever you know about your path at the moment isn't the way it is. Have the awareness, step out of that bubble and see how it's just one perspective It's just one way of doing things, even when everyone around you is following that ideology or following that way of thinking. There's people out there who do things opposite way. You just got to find those people and allow them to guide you, surround yourself with those people. Something else that I started to realize was all of my fears of what other people would think of me and how other people would judge me was only ever a projection of myself because no one actually ever said anything. Like sure, I heard one person joke about how 25-year-old mindset coaches knew nothing. That was one person though. But all these specific people who I had in my head in my life who would judge me, they hadn't actually ever said anything to me. I was self-creating a narrative of what they would think of me. And even my client who was like, oh, this mindset coaching is not for me. she That's all she said. She said it in a nice way. But then I took that and decided to interpret what she said through my own lens, which means that everything that I was thinking other people would think of me was simply a projection of what I thought of myself. <laughs> I'll say that again, everything that I thought other people would think of me wasn't what other people would think of me. It's what I thought they would think of me, essentially what I thought of myself. Fact is, at a deep unconscious level, I thought that I had no place talking about mindset. I thought mindset coaching was woo-woo and try hard. That's what I thought. Therefore, I was projecting that onto what other people would think of me. So then I started to need to do the work myself. In order to get courage to direct my own life, I started to need to work through these beliefs about mindset coaching. And only then could I actually get courage to direct my own life. It all started within me. It wasn't about other people at all. And yeah, sure, there's going to be people who disagree with what I did or don't resonate with what I talk about. And that's going to be the same for you. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, you're going to have people who will put you down or will make fun of you or will disagree. That's just the way it is. You can be the juiciest peach in the world, but there's still going to be someone out there who doesn't like peaches. So you can't please everyone and... The earlier you realize that, the earlier you'll have inner peace. That even if there's other people out there who don't agree with what you do, then you recognize that's their own path and then you stick to your own path. And that comes back to self-awareness. The more self-awareness you have, the more courage you have in your life. Because you will be less phased by what other people think of you. Because you know yourself better. Here's an example. Imagine if Ariana Grande or Cardi B, who both, I'm sure you're aware, are very popular and have a huge fan base, if they were to perform their songs in the outfits that they like to wear at a church, imagine how that would go down. And then imagine If they actually took on board the feedback from the church personally, and then they changed who they were based off a small fraction of people who didn't resonate with them, then they wouldn't be them. But clearly, they resonate with so many people regardless, and they have so much power in their own right. Ultimately, do not forget that you are not just the hero of your own story. You are the director of your own life. You're not just the one who gets to live through the experiences and come out with victory at the end. You're also the one who gets to direct your life. You get to write the story and choose which paths you want your future to take you get to choose that. You get to create that. And then you also get to live it as well. You are the director and the hero of your own story. And it's time that you rise up and reclaim the director's seat. Reclaim the hero seat. Because that is your role in your life. To finish this episode, I want to share with you a quote that was shared by Someone who I look up to a lot. Vin Jang, who is a speaking and communication teacher. This is the quote that I want to leave you with. Don't be so attached to your current self that you don't give your future self a chance. I'll say that again. Don't be so attached to your current self That you don't give your future self a chance. You get to write your story. You get to create any path that you want. So go out there and do that. Now before I wrap up this podcast episode, I do want to share with you an opportunity if this topic has resonated with you. This week I have announced that I am running a virtual Power Your Potential at the end of August. If you haven't already heard, Power Your Potential is a pivotal experience designed for you to reclaim your director's seat and become the hero of your own story. It's created to ignite your potential so that you can take your career and life of purpose to the next level, whatever that might look like for you. So the in-person Power Your Potential is a one-day immersion The virtual version is going to be run for two hours per day, two hour group coaching calls over five consecutive days, starting August the 28th through to September the 1st at 7 p.m. Melbourne time. If you are someone who is hungry to achieve your potential in your life, maybe you're doing well now, but you've got this constant pull to step up even more. You know, maybe you see yourself achieving world-class things, yet you've played small up until now. Maybe you're torn which path to take next. Maybe your fear is getting to another five years and feeling the regret of unrealized potential or wondering, what if? I really believe that everyone can create their dream life. They're simply just lacking the resources to do so. And empower your potential, I will give you that. Here are just some examples. The 10-step confidence system for you to take courage to create this new path in your life. High caliber professional and personal systems for you to step up how you show up. And as a whole, the resources for you to change who you are at the deepest level. And if you're wondering what the difference is between Power Your Potential and The Journey of Potential, straight up, The Journey of Potential is not running anymore and Power Your Potential is replacing The Journey of Potential. I have run The Journey of Potential for a whole year, so four separate rounds, and I've loved every minute of it. Absolutely. I've I've cried so many times of happy tears. But I'm constantly evolving how I do things and improving the value and impact I can have for my clients. And I've decided that Power Your Potential will be the way to do that. Like as a short and intensive course, it's going to be more accessible for people uh, in terms of time, energy and finances. It's going to be the boost that many people need and they can implement the tools and strategies on their own afterwards, especially because many of you are high achievers But then if you do want to continue on the journey, then that's where you can go into the Enlightened, which has more of an ongoing accountability and deeper uh, level of coaching and transformation. At the time of recording this, a quarter of the spots are already filled. So if you do sign up now, you will be eligible for the early bird price, which is $750 instead of $900 when prices do go up next month. All right, guys, I'll leave it at that. I'll put the link to Power Your Potential in the podcast description. If you do have any questions or you want to chat deeper about anything I've spoken about today or about Power Your Potential, simply hit me up on Instagram or send me an email and I will get back to you as soon as possible. For now, that's it. I'll catch you in the next episode.